Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, Paris lover, devoted boy mom, and a typical Capricorn who is an Enneagram 8 leader and overachiever. After launching my business during COVID, it grew faster than I anticipated and quickly turned into all the things I hated about toxic corporate overwork culture. Now I'm restructuring it to prioritize the lifestyle I desire and break free from overworking without compromising my income. It's easy to get burned out doing all the things that made your business the success that it is today, but that success is still available when you prioritize yourself over the business. Personally, I'm restructuring my business and focusing on writing my first book, speaking on stages, teaching groups of women how to run their business led by a lifestyle first philosophy and building a community. Join me every Wednesday as I give you the inside scoop on how to balance business, work, motherhood, self-care, and mental health. I'll share my raw thoughts on entrepreneurship, the reality behind the scenes of building a successful online business, and how businesswomen in pop culture imitate real life. As your marketing coach, I'm also going to share my experiences with contractors, clients, having a team, as well as personal and business branding, practical business and marketing advice, strategies, and tips. Let's get into it. Y'all, we are not the same entrepreneurs that we were when we started our businesses. And if you're like me, I started my business in 2020 and she's gone. She is long gone. The girl who was here in 2022 is long gone. And we are running completely different businesses, but I feel like so many of you are different CEOs, but your business is still giving the same energy. And it's why you're starting to burn out, it's why you keep shutting things down, it's why you're not motivated to show up or market or talk about anything. It's why you're not feeling the same excitement. And you're probably questioning whether or not to keep the business. But I want to talk with you today about how restructuring your business will be something that you can definitely do without going broke and feeling like you have to keep doing the old stuff to maintain the business's safety. Let's get into it. So I want to start this episode off by sharing some of the previous business structures that I've had over time, because as I get into explaining to you how I restructured my business without completely going broke, I think that it's going to put into perspective why I finally made the kind of shift that I made this time around. Starting my business in 2020, at that time, I would say the theme is exchange time for money, do one-on-one and eventually one-to-many because that's how I was told you scaled. I started the business off 100% doing graphic design services, which was a very low ticket model at the time because I was undercharging. I wasn't even charging $1,000 for any of the services and I was doing websites and logos. And then started transitioning my business to 50% graphic design and 50% coaching. And I started the coaching in March of 2020. The coaching business did end up being high ticket. I finally started charging $1,500, but I did charge $750 a quarter for the very first coaching client. And then I moved to, or excuse me, a month. And then I moved to $1,500 a month and I kept it at that price for the rest of the time for my one-on-one until uh, 2022. 2021. Yeah. So I did move finally into high ticket. I also was still doing graphic design, but I was finally charging the right prices. I had $4,500 packages and an $8,000 package. 
it wasn't until I started thinking about how can I scale my business that I moved into doing the group coaching program. I had a mastermind and revolutionary brand that all started at the end of 2020. And I came into 2021 still exchanging time for money, but making more money because I was now working at scale. I had mostly group coaching. So by the end of 2020, though, before I dive into 2021, my ratio was 50% coaching, which was high ticket. And, um, and then it became 100% coaching. Anyway, 2021, again, I said the theme was exchanging time for money, but making more. I was doing 100% coaching at the beginning of 2021. In March, I introduced VIP days, but I really wasn't doing a whole lot of them because I wasn't truly launching them. So my business was still 90% group coaching, 10% VIP days. And I would say at this time, I was launching Revolutionary Brand every other month, which meant I never stopped coaching. I never had a break. I didn't have any other paid offers. There were no workshops, no courses, no nothing. I was hardcore going into just doing coaching. I eventually launched a course called From Binge to Profit, which was my IGTV course, because that was the video format that I was primarily doing for my business to get clients. And I wanted to teach people how to do that. And then 10% of my income was coming from VIP days. I eventually transitioned where 60% of my income was coming from group coaching, 10% from VIP days, 10% was from courses in my shop, and 20% started coming from mentorship, which I launched at the very end of the year. So my business model was a premium and high ticket business model. I'm sharing these things with you before I get into the, the you know 2022 I'm sharing the percentages and how I was making income and generating revenue because right now, I don't know if you're thinking, how am I generating revenue? Where is my income coming from? What type of offers? You need to start, I need you to audit right now. Like take out a pen and paper um, and write down your offer names and then kind of think about, look at your QuickBooks or whatever you're doing to calculate your finances or see how much money or revenue is coming from your different offers and categorize those offers into something like services and if you and, and coaching. And if you're doing coaching, are you one-to-one versus one-to-many? Do you have digital offers? Are they typically courses? Are they, you know, uh, workshops, templates, whatever it is that you're doing, put them into categories so you understand how you're feeling right now. And based on how you're feeling, what does your business model look like? And is this business model the problem? You won't know unless you audit those things. I actually had to do this quick audit just so I can record this episode. So I want you to start looking at it too. So by the end of 2021, again, 60% coaching, 10% VIP days, 10% courses and shop, 20% mentorship, premium and high ticket business model. Coming into 2022, I knew that I didn't really want to do a whole lot. Like I didn't want my entire business to just be about coaching. In my mind, I actually thought I was going to be doing more of my shop. It's why I launched the shop in 2021. But coming into 2022, what ended up happening is my business, if I had to give it a theme, like I gave the other ones, the theme of this year was more time involvement, more pressure with deliverables. And this is unfortunate. 10% of my income was still coming from mentorship. I still had some um, residual mentorship clients from 2021. I knew I wasn't going to keep doing that. Um, 40% VIP days and 50% of my income was coming from group coaching. This was a premium business model. All of my offers were at least $6,000. Um, or more. I eventually started having 30% of my income coming from my shop, 
because in August, I knew I was no longer doing VIP days. I started doing workshops and hosting workshops at the tail end of July, beginning of August. And then in September, I did a pre-launch of my membership. And by October, the membership was fully open. And um, I had my, so that was shop. The workshop income was a big part of my income. Membership was 40% of my income. And then 30% of my income was still coming from group, group coaching because I still did have revolutionary brand clients. So I would say my business model went from premium to low ticket, passive, less time commitment, which was really the goal. Now, if you listen to the previous episode, I talk about how I went back to corporate um, and I will make sure that that's in the show notes, but I did go back to corporate. So this allowed me to make some income, but we'll get into that a little bit later. 2023 though, When I came into this year, I knew that I wanted the theme of my year to be less time, less pressure, moving into more passive income. My goal is genuinely to have 60% of my revenue coming in passively from my shop and 40% coming from my membership. So I want to help you decide how to restructure your business model. And so again, this is where I want you to start. First, audit your existing business model. And how you're going to audit this is first, let's look at your likes and dislikes. Let's look at the likes and dislikes of your offers, your current time commitment with the business, your energy, your clients, your team, and your operations. I want to briefly go over each one of these because I really need you guys to think because this is how I approached how I was going to change my business. I want you to look at your offers. I told you to take an audit already of these offers that you have and how much it's contributing to your overall revenue and health and safety of your business and start to think, am I, is in this structure, is it something that I like? Do I want to work with people for six months, a year at a time, three months at a time, or would I like to be a one and done situation? Do I want to work with a lot of people all at once or just one-on-one with people? You need to understand how you feel about these offers. Do you like doing courses? Is the membership a vibe? (laughs) Because if it's not, you don't like it or you like parts of it, but you don't like other parts, this is the time for you to decide. Some of you have year-long programs that really could be six months and you could change that. Some of you have three-month programs that really need to be six months. Some of you are giving your clients a lot of one-on-one time and they don't need it. And some of you really need to add some one-on-one time. Think about the likes and dislikes of these offers so that you can start to say how you're going to change them. Next, that time commitment. Are you happy working in your business, having eight one-on-one clients in a a day and then switching your brain from one-on-one coaching to marketing or whatever it is that you're doing? Are you getting enough time for yourself, for your family, for the things that you actually enjoy? Or are you always just working in your business? Because if that's the case, make that list of how you feel about your current time commitment. Do you enjoy how much time you're spending in your membership community? Do you like how many times you have to answer questions in your communities for your group program or in Slack? Do you like how much of your, you know, service clients have access to you? Do you like how much time you're checking emails? Document every single thing that you like or dislike about your current time commitment, because this is going to influence what you do in your business when you start to restructure it. 
Next, audit your lifestyle goals. Are you reaching these lifestyle goals? Is your current business model even helping you or going to eventually help you get to these lifestyle goals that you have? Are you exercising or making time for the health things that you want to do or your hobbies? Are you making time for travel and actually booking the travel and enjoying the vacations when you travel? Or are you on those trips just working away? And then assess your spiritual, mental, physical, your personal relationships, and your financial health. I think a lot of times we forget to audit other than the business. Like we'll audit our business, but we forget our spiritual health. Some of you are very into church and your religion, but you don't really make the time to go anymore. Some of you are not about church, but you're about your spiritual health, but you don't even meditate anymore. Some of you haven't really even checked in on your mental health. I think when COVID first happened, we were all like going to therapy and, you know, really thinking about our mental health. We were going for walks and getting outside and riding bikes and just doing things, right? Because we were bored. We couldn't go anywhere and be around people. So we took care of our mental health. We talked about how scared we were and how we were feeling. We we talked about like our feeling words. We made time and talked to our friends on FaceTime and our family. You know why? Because we were desperate to see them and we missed them. I wonder if we're all still doing that or are we getting back to how life was pre-COVID where you were disconnected from everyone or you didn't make the time to see people? Are you still doing all those exercises and things to take care of your physical health, right? How's your marriage? How's your relationship? How are your friendships? Are you looking at those relationships now? Because I bet you you're not really taking caring of those taking care take caring. You're not really taking care of those relationships. You're probably not really nurturing those relationships. Are you thinking about your finances? How are you feeling about those? Is your business even helping you get there? Or do you need to make some radical changes so that you can have the financial health that you really desire? So audit all of those things and really look at that. The next thing I want you to do as you approach restructuring your business model is now revisiting your goals and your vision. One of the reasons why I started doing the like messaging VIP day and in the pre-work asking about your goals and your vision is because this should always be at the foundation and core of your business is knowing why you're doing the business at all. Your goals for your business can't just be for the next year. It needs to be your goals for the next year, the next three years, the next five years, the next 10 years, and your vision for your life for that business. This episode is brought to you by Booked Out CEO. Are you a busy entrepreneur seeking a marketing message that captures the essence of your brand's impact and attracts aligned qualified leads? Or perhaps you're ready to launch your signature offer and need a well-rounded marketing strategy to make it a huge success. Introducing our exclusive VIP days, your secret to elevating your brand's messaging, creating high converting offers, and mastering strategic launches. With our signature offer and sweet VIP day, you'll craft irresistible offers, define your brand's purpose, and develop a strategic offer suite or offer progression that propels your business forward. 
Elevate your brand messaging and connect with the right audience with our Brand Messaging VIP Day. Update your sales page copy, attract media opportunities, and drive conversions with captivating messaging. And if you're ready for a stress-free launch, our Launch VIP Day provides you with a customized marketing strategy, high converting content, and email sequences. Everything you need to hit your sales goals before even picking up the phone. These opportunities are limited to three experiences per month, so book your VIP Day now at bookedoutceo.com. Your personal life and your business life need to be priorities when you're thinking about goals and vision. So do not just think about your business life when I ask you about your goals and vision. And as much as you think that your current business model doesn't affect how much you're making progress towards your personal life and your business life, you'd be wrong. This really does have an impact on how you are feeling and making progress toward your personal life goals as well as your business life goals. Some of the goals that I ended up coming up with for like long term, and I like to share this stuff, and I do this in my 12-week year planner that I told you guys I created, and it's going to be in my shop when I relaunch the shop coming into August, is I thought about what my visions are and I have visions for like the next three years of speaking on stages. My business model is primarily passive income and then the membership. And I want to be speaking on stages and be a published author. As I get into my personal life, I saw myself wanting to do more travel with my son and my family. I saw myself doing more investing and having the money to do investments because I want to think about retirement and how I want to maintain a good lifestyle for that. I know that I want to eventually buy a property in another country, preferably France. I know that those things are in my long-term vision for myself, and I know that I need to be doing the things now to get there. I want to be a person who has like a syndicated, maybe a podcast or a show. I'm the kind of person who wants to make bigger impact with more people. And I know I'm limited on time. I don't want it to be completely exchanging my time. So I want that to give me some flexibility with whatever I'm doing so that I can make that impact with a lot of people, but not have to work with them one-on-one to make that kind of impact. I need you to think about that too. What is it that you really want to do? Okay. So, so far we talked about auditing your existing model your existing business model, looking at your goals and your vision. Next, energy capacity, both for your mental and physical health. I need you to really think about your energy capacity because a lot of the reasons why people are burning out is because they really didn't consider their energy capacity and what they were going to be able to take on. Sometimes you take on a lot and you don't realize how draining it is. You're not able to get as much sleep because you're not getting enough time in your day to do the things that you want to do. So you'll sacrifice sleep just so you can scroll TikTok and think about nothing other than just laughing. Sometimes you'll stay up late just so you can binge watch TV shows that you like because you don't get to watch TV otherwise. A lot of you are desperately trying to find pockets of time for yourself to do whatever you're wanting to do because your children go to bed late and you don't have help. This is the issue. So if you can assess your energy capacity for your mental and physical health, 
then that'll help you to figure out how you want to restructure your business so that it's built into your business that you get to respect those things. And lastly, I want you to look at the different seasons of your life and the seasons of business that you typically have. Seasons of life is one of the most important things. I talked about this in another episode in season one. I'll make sure that it's linked in the show notes. But I talked about how I wanted to make sure that I thought about the different seasons of the year in my life and how I like to run it. So I'll give an example. This year, I did not properly plan for summer and how it is highly likely that I won't want to really do a lot of work and I won't be able to do a lot of work because of my child. This year, my child decided that he did not want to go to summer camp. And because I'm separated from my husband and that happened at the beginning of the summer, I felt like, and my husband too, we both agreed that we probably should be more aware that he's having a hard time with the separation. And if he's saying, I don't want to go to camp, don't make him go to camp. We also know that because he has ADHD, he will act up when he's tired or stressed or frustrated. And so we didn't want him to get in trouble. And like on the first day of camp, he got like two notes sent home and a warning that if he got a third note, he wouldn't be able to return for the rest of the week. So we knew we're pushing him too much. So every time he didn't want to go to camp, we didn't send him, but we're like, he's going to camp maybe two days out of the five days we're paying, my my husband's paying for. I'm like, he is not getting any of the benefit of this money that my husband is putting toward this camp. So we had to get rid of it. Like, we're like, let's cancel the camp. And so canceled the camp and decided that he would just stay home. But my mom works for me. And for the at the time, she was still working full time. She just retired. She was still working full time. So she her job was to keep him during the day. But you know what he started doing? Not wanting to be with her all day. He like wants her to be at the house, but he wanted to be at my house only. He just wanted to be here with me. And I thought about how distracting that is. And it sucks because you don't want your kids to feel like a distraction. You want to enjoy them. And it's the summertime and he's about, he just turned seven. And I'm thinking like soon he's not going to want to spend this kind of time with me. And I don't want to look at him and think you're interrupting my work. I know if you're a mom, you're, you hate feeling this way about your kids, but you're like, damn it. I don't have time for you right now. So think about those kinds of seasons. There are seasons where there's holidays. There's your birthday season. And if you're like me, your birthday season is the whole month of your birthday. So think about the times when you just like the beginning of the school year. Are you stressed out? Like, what is it that's going to affect you throughout the year? And is your business model equipped to go up and down with you in energy and time. And then think about the different seasons of your business. Is it popping during the you know first half of the year because everybody has new fitness goals or whatever it is that they have that you help them with? And then come summertime, they're also on vacation brain and also stuck with their kids so they don't have time for you. And then the end of the year, are they really even buying anything? Do they want one-on-one and, you know, done for you services in the summertime. And then they're more open to group programs at the beginning of the year and come fall. Think about that because your business model and structure and offer suite has to accommodate those different seasons. I don't think a lot of you think about that. So now we looked at your business model as it is and what you need to do to restructure that business model. And now I want you to start 
to plan what offers align with the new vision and version of your business model that you want to have. So when I thought about restructuring my own business and how I wanted to do my membership and my, you know, what I need to do in my shop, it's because I had done all of those things that I just told you to do. And I knew that it required me to have some stuff that I'm working with a big group because clearly I said, I want to make impact. This is vision. I want to make impact with a lot of people. I started writing my book. I joined a coaching program so I can get that book done and monetize it. I did all the things and started thinking about the offers. The book is an offer. The membership is an offer. I have those things. Then I started thinking about what do I want to put in the shop so that I can have things in the shop and have my shop generate passive income. One of the biggest changes I did to restructure my business was I converted Revolutionary Brand just into self-study because I had already tested that curriculum for two and a half years leading up to that. So I knew that this curriculum can stand on its own. I'm good to go. You need to think about how you need to think through offers that align with the new version of business that you want to have. If you thought through your lifestyle goal and your energy and you know, man, these group programs are killing me. I would rather just work with, you know, a few select clients, then guess what? You're going to one-on-one baby. If you know that the one-to-one model isn't helping you really get the income and you don't really want to spend a whole lot of extra time in the business, that means you can't take on extra one-on-one clients. You're going to the group model, one-to-many. Think about how these offers need to fit into what you planned out and then create those offers. And I'm not saying launch all of them because some of you are thinking, okay, well then I need to launch these five different things because all of these existing offers aren't working. No. The next thing I need you to really think through is road mapping and project planning when you can realistically put these offers out. And how I want you to approach this, you gotta think, a launch... A launch process isn't just the launch. There's the pre-launch, right? There's a post-launch, but there's also launch prep. For some of you, this means a new sales page for your offer. For some of you, this means writing out the email sequences. So for some of you, this means ads. For a lot of you, this means building a brand around this new offer. That means a lot of content. When you're doing that stuff, you have to think, man, that's going to be about three months of my time just to get this thing out here, to get my first few groups of people in and test this offer out to qual- for quality control. So if you think you're about to launch one offer this month and then launch another brand new offer the next month, it's unrealistic and it's why you stress yourself out with launches. It's why you're upset and feeling like it's not working out it's because you didn't give it any time to work. And you can't just launch it one time and that's it. Where's the data? What did that data tell you? Launch it again. I think the issue has been we have been rushing into the next thing and not really giving any of the things an opportunity to work. This marketing strategy didn't work. It's trash. Let me go to the next coach. Let me go to the next service provider. No, it's not trash. Your approach to executing it was trash. It's the fact that you really didn't set up all the things ahead of time before the launch. And now you're stressed out because you're writing an email every single day. You're just figuring out what to say on social media. So then you just stop showing up. And that's why you fall off during the launch. But if you had roadmapped and project planned, you would be able to delegate to your team if you have one. If you're solo, you would have enough time to continue to work in the business and plan 
plan for this launch without being stressed out and then give yourself a little breather before actually kicking off the actual part of the launch where it takes your energy showing up on social or showing up on whatever marketing channels you're using for your launch. If you actually took the time to roadmap and project plan, this would prevent a lot of the issues that stop you from feeling like it's a success. I want to start sharing with you a few of the goals that I have for like my business. And I think this will put into perspective why I made all the big changes and how I'm making progress toward those goals. So some of the goals that I have in my business, I told you to publish my book. My goal is to publish the book in September of this year. I've been writing the book and kind of talking about it behind the scenes. And you'll see me ramp that up coming into August. I joined a coaching program to help me with the book because I really don't know that process. I feel like as much as I know about business, I know very, very little about books. And I feel like I can reverse engineer what I saw other people doing, or I could just join a program where someone tells me exactly what to do. And that's what I decided to do. I really have goals to speak on more stages because I told you long-term vision, I want to be a speaker. I want to be able to talk to a lot of people all at the same time. This means getting on stages. So I started submitting myself for speaking opportunities and getting more people just kind of naturally reaching out to me. I'm accepting those things. I have a lot of travel coming up in October because I now have been doing the things that are necessary to get to those long-term visions. I have been making sure that I work on getting the income back up and revenue back up in my business. I let go of my team because I knew that I was moving. A big vision and goal of mine was to get out of my relationship because I was unhappy and get myself in a financial position where I could do that. Getting laid off from the job, which I talked about in the previous two previous episodes ago, I talked about getting laid off from that job. That job was supposed to be my safety net as I was restructuring my business. Well, that safety net was gone. Boo hoo. Life goes on. All of these goals that I have, I want to share with you out loud so that I do them. If I don't keep talking about the book to the public, I will push this book off. This is how I did with my VIP day. My VIP days didn't really, really launch for nine months after they were created because I was too stressed out and afraid to even figure out how to launch it and to feel good about the launch. And it's because I didn't really talk about it publicly. I feel like the more we can share publicly, the more we kind of have these virtual accountability partners because we feel pressure. Like we talked about it out loud. Now we have to do it. <laughs> so I'm sharing my goals with you. And I'm sharing that I'm making progress toward those goals. I'm relaunching my shop. I told you I want 60% of my revenue to come from my shop. Do you think I talk about that shop now and all the great things that already existed that existed in it? No, I don't talk about any of that stuff. I have to start talking about it. I have to start doing something with it. Those are my goals. What are yours? And lastly, let's talk about how I've been able to kind of stay the course and stay on track because this is going to help you to do the same thing. I have read the book 12 week year two or three times now. I created a notion resource that follows the book and it's, it's my notion, my 12 week year planner. I created that in, I think maybe just last year or the end of 2021 is when I think I might've done it. It doesn't matter when I did it. I have it. And so I use that 
to plan out my 12 week year, I'm doing air quotes. Um, and how that book works is you're supposed to think of a quarter as an entire year. And so you treat every month like it's a quarter and every week like it's a month and every, um, every day like it's a week. And if you look at time like that, it makes you take time more serious and you do something every single day that's gonna help you get to that end goal because you know at the end of the month, that should have been a whole quarter of time. And the concept of that book is because they say, when you think about annual planning, every time you don't do something, you still think, oh, I still have 11 months, I still have 10 months, I still have nine months left in the year. Until we get to Q4 and we try to book it because damn it, we didn't do enough stuff throughout the year, but we still have the last quarter of the year. The 12 week year is trying to eliminate that. And so I, I hardcore wanna follow this process and it's why I like the book. So I have this planner and it helps me to stay on track because I have, it's, it's focused, it's forcing you to have self accountability and to start to think, man, I said I had this big goal, but if I look at the things that I did, I didn't really do all the stuff that I said were absolutely necessary for me to hit those goals. I didn't really post every single day on social media. Like I said, I would, and I have all these excuses, but at the end of the day, I said that in order for me to hit this goal, I should be posting every single day, which means when I didn't do it, this is why I didn't hit my goals. The self-accountability forces you to stop making excuses. Stop making these excuses that I think we all like to make. The other thing, another thing that I use is this business dashboard that I have inside of Notion that allows me to have everything in one place. When I'm doing content planning, it's in one place. When I'm doing project planning, it's in one place. When I'm tracking my financial goals, it's in one place. When I have to add a new SOP, it's in one place. All of my stuff, when I look at my schedule, it's in one place. My task list, I have my brain dump thing where I can just think about all my ideas. All of it is in one place. And having it all in one place stops me from going to my Google Drive for a second and going and checking this, you know, this Google Sheet and this Google Doc. It's not that those things don't still exist in those places, but now I'm not going and searching in my Google Drive and on my computer for those things. I can go to my Notion dashboard and click a button and I'm right there. Everything is accessible. All of my recordings and my notes and my ideas and my outlines and my scripts, everything is in one place and it makes it so much easier for me to navigate my day. The third thing that helped me is helping me to stay on track with all these goals I have is hiring a coach for the things that I don't understand or buying a course. A lot of you know what it's going to take to get to that next level and you're not doing those things because you don't have the support or the professional or personal development to get there. And instead of you investing in those things, you keep playing around trying to learn it on your own, which means you have to take time to do the research. But then some of the research you're going to find isn't as high quality, but you have to read that crap to siphon through it, right? Instead of you wasting time, though, why didn't you just buy the course that teaches you exactly how to do what you said you wanted to do on the channel that you said you wanted to do it? I'll give an example for myself. I know that I'm the organic marketing coach. And while I did run ads before for other companies, at the end of the day, ads really just isn't my thing. So guess who bought a course for ads? Me, because I said I wanted my income to come in passively. And I also want to operate a lot of my business passively. That means I'm not gonna be showing up on social media all day, every day for the rest of my life. 
But in order for me to do that, I know I need volume for a low ticket business model because it's different from my high ticket and premium business model. All of these thoughts have to be in your brain. I'm switching from high ticket to low ticket, which means I need volume. I didn't need volume when I had higher price points. I didn't need that many people, but now I will. How can I get that? Oh, that means I either need to post a bunch of content all the time and be always on, or I need something like ads, something like SEO. I'm doing those things. So I bought the course. I told you I didn't know how to do this whole book process and I wanted to do it right the first time. Guess what? Hired a coach. In my entire time that I've been an entrepreneur, I have always hired a coach for the exact things that I needed to understand at that time. I don't know how to run a business, hire a business coach. I don't know how to do group programs and scale them the right way. Hire a coach who teaches you how to scale group programs. I don't know how to lead my team, hire a leadership coach. I don't know how to do this whole book process, hire an author coach. I don't feel like doing my operations, hire an OBM. Hire a coach or someone, a service provider for the things you don't understand, but you know is absolutely necessary to do what it is that you said you wanted to do. Invest in the things that you need to invest in, the service providers, the coaches, the courses, the resources, the tools that are going to allow you to get the things done that you said is going to help you hit those goals. And if you do this, you will be able to successfully restructure your business and avoid going broke. The last thing I want to leave you with and how I avoided going broke, I did a few things. One is I found opportunities for cash injections that still were in alignment with the vision that I saw for my business. Yes, I wanted to do a membership, but before the membership happened and popped off, I did workshops. Those workshops brought an income. I took on a few people who could upgrade. So that was a cash injection. Those things worked out and gave me opportunities for 20K, 15K in income, right? You know you want to transition your core, your program, your coaching program into a course. Well, then promote it as a course. Make it in your shop as a course and promote it. I got someone in, right? During my launch of Revolutionary Brand, I never would have promoted the DIY version of it. But this time around, during my email launch, I promoted Revolutionary Brand as the group program and as a self-study. I got people in both doing an email launch, telling you. You got to know what you want to do and then make way towards that. I decided that I would go back to corporate for a little while. Suck your friggin' pride up into your gut, out your butt, and do what it is that you need to do. And if it means getting a job temporarily, then so what? Get the fucking job. It's the fact that so many of you have the pride, like, well, what are they going to think about me if I go back to corporate and I'm supposed to be running this successful business? They're going to think that you know that you need money. They're going to understand that you are making choices for your own personal life that make sense for you. It is so hard going from having a husband who is paying all of the bigger bills in the house to me having to pay them for myself. I made that sacrifice because I was like, I don't want to be with him. But guess what that means? Well, now you have to be a big girl and pay your own bills. Okay. Well, then what is that going to take? Take the job. Take on some of the projects. Keep doing the offers that you hate, but know that eventually you will be able to phase out. Suck that shit up. Don't let your disdain for offers 
stop you from having the financial health that's going to keep you in the mental game of even running the business. Because if I'm not making any money and I feel like I can't eat and I can't do some of the things that I like because I have no money, I'm going to be depressed, even more depressed than I am running that stupid offer. So I'm just going to run the offer a little bit longer, but know that in the few months it's gone because I have that roadmap. This is why I gave you, I gave you guys the play to run now, run it. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform and leave a review to let me know the moments you enjoyed the most. For insights, tips, and conversations, connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok. I'm always at Her Marketing Coach. Together, let's continue empowering ambitious and driven women in business. Talk to you next week.